Hello and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Now, there were certainly some fireworks that were lit up during match week 14. You had a few bangers in the Liverpool versus Fulham game. Goals galore in the match between Man City and Tottenham. United were swept away by the Tsunami and Arsenal clinched the win to maintain their top spot in the league. So let's begin the match week review with Man City versus Arsenal. Sorry, Tottenham. Um, but before we start, let me just read a couple of comments here. The first comment is, Ensman TV, thank you for your comment. Bless up, bro. Thank you for your support as always. And we've got Bush who says, hit that like on the way in. Thank you, Bush. Thank you for your comment as well. Let's talk about the game, Man City versus Tottenham. What a game this was, full of goals and a bit of controversy in the last minute of the game. So let's discuss the key moments of the match. So Spurs opened the scoreline uh, in the first I think it was six minutes um, as they hit City on the counter-attack. Son nudges Doku, holds his ground and hits a low shot into the bottom corner. Great finish by Hyungmin Son there. But unfortunately for Son, he scores in the wrong end a few minutes later from a City free kick. Haaland misses a glorious chance from inside the box. Can't believe he missed that. You know That's bread and butter for him. So a missed opportunity for him to get on the score sheet. Doko, Doku, sorry, was so close to scoring after a good run from the left-hand side, but his shot hits the inside of the post. But City eventually took the lead as Doku threads the ball towards Alvarez. He squares it to Foden and he scores from point-blank. Routine move for City there. Spurs equalised from an unlikely scorer, and that's Lo Celso, who's picked up some form in Madison's absence. That's 2-2, two two, I believe. Lovely finish as Lo Celso. Curls it into the bottom corner, posting in. Grealish takes the lead in the 81st minute for City. But Spurs respond with a late equaliser in the 90th minute through a Kulusevsky header. Now at that stage, City thought they had the opportunity to go on and take the lead as Grealish is free on goal in the final minute. Despite the ref blowing the advantage, <laughs> sorry, playing the advantage, he's blowing the whistle before Grealish has even got the ball under his feet and couldn't even dribble towards the goal. So a crazy moment from the referee. The City players had every right to be furious. Um, yeah, shocking decision, to say the least. Don't need to be um, a City fan to say that. But the way things are panning out right now, it's poor officiating. It's become the norm in the league, unfortunately. Um, that's just things are how they are at the moment. City have been dropping points against the top four this season. Could this be costly? Remains to be seen. But there are some cracks in the team that are being discovered right now. The next game, Liverpool versus Fulham. Now, what a crazy game this ended up being. Far too open for my liking, but an entertaining one for the neutrals with some spectacular goals coming from the Reds. Liverpool opened the scoreline through a Trent free kick. Those new white and red predators are certainly doing the job. Unfortunately, after the game, the goal was awarded to Leno as it hit his back before it went past the goal line, which is complete nonsense. I thought the goal scorer always gets the advantage in these situations. Clearly not. Harry Wilson equalises a few minutes later with a tap-in. Kelleher should have done much better in that situation as it went through his legs. But then step up Alexis McAllister, a.k.a. Mac 10 
who hits a 30-yard screamer into the top corner. What an unbelievable finish from the Argentine midfielder there. Tete equalises just before half-time again. Kelleher should have done much better with the save. He just had a shocking afternoon by a country mile, unfortunately. Unbelievably, it was Fulham who took the lead in the second half. Kearney drives into the box, hits across towards the Cordova Reed, who leaps over Simicas and heads the ball into the back of the net. Poor defending from Liverpool again. But it was our Japanese maestro, Wataru Endo, comes on the pitch and hits a beautiful shot into the top corner to equalise. And what a strike it was. And it was at the cop end as well. So a special moment for him. I'm sure he enjoyed that during the game. Now, literally a minute later, Trent Alexander-Arnold gets the ball from inside the box and smashes it into the bottom corner. The crowd goes wild. All the players are sliding through to celebrate with Trent. What a moment it was from the mentality monsters there. Overall, a good win for Liverpool. The performance didn't reflect the quality on the pitch as we considered some poor goals. But the drive and determination helped us through and claimed the win in the end. We're in second place right now, only two points behind the current leaders that are Arsenal. And speaking of Arsenal, let's review their match against Wolves. Huge win for the Gunners as the victory helps maintain their position and also provides a bit of distance from their rivals. Saka opened the scoreline with a nicely hit right for a shot into the bottom corner. But the second goal was a great team move. Lovely quick first touch passing from Arsenal. The move started from Saka on the right-hand side. Hit a high cross that ended up with Jesus. He pretty much did a 1-2 with Zinchenko. Squared it to Odegaard. And he hit a hard and low shot into the bottom corner. Lovely finish from the Arsenal captain there. Martinelli was so close to making it 3 now, But his effort hits the woodwork. But it was Wolves that scored the next goal and it ended up being the consolation goal for the team. Lovely strike by Cunha with his left foot, smashed it into the corner. Eddie Nketiah had a chance to score later on in the game as it was one-on-one with the keeper, but his shot hits the inside of the post. So overall, a good win for Arsenal. And credit to Wolves, who actually made a game of it and might have even got a draw at the end. But Arsenal were victorious at the end. Newcastle versus Manchester United, which ended 1-0. Just when it was looking like Ten Hag had turned the leaf as he's managed to notch up a few wins recently. But unfortunately, the toothless United reappear against Newcastle, who are simply head and shoulders above their opponents. The scoreline may not suggest it, but Newcastle were a better team altogether than Manchester United in every department. Worrying times for United fans who will feel dismayed about their team as they are levels below what they should be producing on the pitch. Newcastle had a decent amount of chances. Isaac was very close to scoring from close range. Trippier also had a free kick that hit the post, but it was Gordon who opened the scoreline and got the match winner. Great play by Newcastle with quick passing and Trippier with the assist there. In terms of Manchester United, worrying times if you're a United fan. On the other hand, for Newcastle, they leapfrog United in the league and are now in sixth position. The next game, Chelsea versus Brighton, which ended 3-2 to Chelsea. The Blues are back to winning ways after a close encounter against the Seagulls. Enzo was on it today, or during that game, I should say, as he scored a brace. The first goal was a header and the second was a late penalty penalty. 
Colwell scores his first goal of the season for the Blues, and it had to be against his former team where he was on loan uh, last season. Buonanotte um, uh, opens the scoreline for Brighton with a beautifully close shot from the right right hand side. Caligar uh, gets dismissed after receiving a second yellow. Now, when you make those type of challenges, it's always going to be a risk. So, fortunately, he was sent off and will be suspended for the next game. Jao Pedro scores the second goal for Brighton with a header. So that win moves Chelsea to tenth in the lead. In the league, sorry, still a long way. Um, before they climb up that table. In terms of other games, West Ham uh, versus Crystal Palace, that ended 1-1. A good point for the Eagles, in my opinion. Kudus opens the scoreline for the Hammers with a right footed finish. He's certainly loving life in the Premier League so far. Palace equalised through Edouard. Not the cleanest of strikes, but I'm sure he couldn't care less. Bowen had a late chance uh, with a header to seal the win, but couldn't generate the power to beat uh, Sam Johnston. Bournemouth equalised, or should I say, drew with Aston Villa 2-2. I think out of both teams, Villa will be pleased that they managed to get a point as they were trading in this game. Semenyo opens the scoreline for Bournemouth with a lovely right foot finish. Leon Bailey equalises with a thunder shot. Solanke puts the cherries in the lead with a neat finish. By the way, he's been in amazing form uh, for Bournemouth this season. That's his seventh goal in the league and he's also their top scorer speaking of top scorers Watkins scores the crucial equaliser in stoppage time for Villa lovely whipped cross by Diaby from that right hand side next game Nottingham Forest versus Everton close game but Everton were victorious in the end the match winner came from Dwight McNeil who hits a fantastic strike with his left foot top corner simply unstoppable despite being deducted with 10 points Everton are currently 18th with seven points to their name. A win against Newcastle in their next fixture could get them out of the relegation zone. Not an easy game, of course, but I'm certain that Everton have enough to stay up in the league as they've shown some good form in recent weeks and looks like it hasn't stopped and they're grinding out results right now. The next game, Burnley versus Sheffield United. Sheffield United got slaughtered again in the hands of Burnley. Took them 15 seconds to open the scoreline with a diving header from Jay Rodriguez. Larson gets the second goal with a calm left footed finish. Oli McBurney gets a red card um, after a second yellow. Pretty much elbowed the player in the face in front of the referee. So he's always going to be sent off there. Moroccan striker Amdouni scores a lovely goal with his left foot. Uh, Kole Osho gets involved with a low shot goal himself, posting in. And Branhill makes it five for Burnley as he smashes it into the corner from distance. Poor display from the Blades. And unfortunately, it doesn't get any easier as they face Liverpool this Sunday. Oh, Wednesday, sorry. Brentford versus Luton Town ended 3-1. Brentford produced a dominant performance that now moves them into the top half. Goals from Morpé, uh, Ben Mee and Baptiste. And Brown gets the consolation goal for Luton Town. So that's a wrap-up of my match week review uh, of the Premier League this week. So let's announce the FPL Manager of the Week. So that goes to Randy Taymor, um, and his team name is called Hitman, and he got 80 points. So well done to you, Randy. Uh, you've moved up to 112 in the league, so a good match week for you. Uh, in terms of my performance, I've dropped in the league to 52nd. 
um, as I only managed to obtain 50 points. So back to the drawing board for me as I need to pick up points quick and fast as the games are piling up, especially in December. So let's have a look at the FPL table and see who's in the top 10. So we'll start here. So in top position, it's still Nana Sare. He managed to get 63 points this week. So good tally for him. You've got one Ashraf moving up. You've got Ali Asghar uh, Mostafari moving up to third. Huena Malik dropping to fourth. Jordan Smith moving up to fifth. Then you've got Ibrahim Rashid dropping to sixth. Then you've got Pasuran Mania dropping to seventh. Jake Harrison is climbing up again. He's currently in eighth. And then you've got the special one, Vipin Mohan's team uh, dropping to ninth. And then you've got Brian Taboo who I feel like is a new name into the top 10. He's moved up with his team, Das EFX. So, yeah, so that's our league table right now. Um, not sure if you guys are aware. Uh, the match week 15 actually starts from tomorrow. So we've got midweek games. Um, so, yeah, a lot of games coming up very, very soon. And that's a wrap-up for today, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Ensman TV and Brush for your comments. If you haven't already, please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe to the channel. This week, full of content. We'll be doing a show pretty much every day. I'm actually doing one straight after the show in 15 minutes where I'll be doing an FC24 episode playing career mode. Um, so if you'd like to tune in, grab yourself a drink and, yeah, enjoy myself watching <laughs> while playing against... Um, the computer I got cooked last time, so I'm trying to do better this time. Um, but in terms of my upcoming content, make sure to hit that notification bell on YouTube. You will be notified of any shows that are coming up. Uh, also, follow me on social media for all the latest updates. You can follow me at AussieFTP on Twitter, or you can follow me at Aussie.FTP on Instagram, Freds, and TikTok. So until next time, guys, take care, stay safe, and I hope to see you all very soon. Goodbye. 